0: Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano.
1: I've tried to move this contest around a little bit, so hopefully it's one of the first times you're hearing it at 12 minutes after 6. we got a special giveaway, last chance to win dinner and a show, and we pay for parking too. Giveaway. The Project on tour coming to Milwaukee's Bradley Symphony Center, newly renovated Warner Grand Theater downtown. The DuWop Project with shows Friday, Saturday, and Sunday this weekend. And we want you to go. Milwaukee Symphony Orchestra will play along with the stars of the show. So you'll hear the national touring singers and then they'll be playing with our talented local musicians. We do have a pair of tickets for the 730 show tonight so you get that and a $35 gift card for third street market hall which is super convenient because it's right across the street and that's not all eric where am i gonna park we'll take care of that we'll throw in the parking as well our parking ramp right out back provided by interstate parking so it's one-stop shop you park in the parking ramp it's covered you walk right in the doors to the avenue you find your way to the food hall you spend your $35 gift card and then you head across the street for the show caller's number five caller number five right now give tommy a call in the back he's going to take caller number five to 855-616-1620 on the old national bank talk and text line caller number five gets dinner and a show friday night it's the Duop project at the bradley symphony center
0: Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The Milwaukee Bucks were back in action and entered Thursday night with a two and a half game lead for the number one seed over the Boston Celtics in the Eastern Conference and look to get some home cooking following their West Coast road trip. So the lead is six for Milwaukee now. Bucks 69, Pacers 63. Holidays into the front court for Milwaukee. Lobs up to Giannis again, and Giannis same result as he flushes it through. This time he had to outleap two defenders who were right on him. Oh, that was a thing of beauty. Dave Kane on the call right here on WTMJ as the Pacers look to play spoiler for the homecoming Bucks. While Andrew Nembhard scored 24 points and Aaron Naismith nailed six three pointers as the Indiana Pacers rallied in the second half to knock down the Bucks by a final score of 139 to 123. The Pacers, they were trailing by 9 at half, but used a monster third quarter to climb back in the game, dropping 49 points to take the lead, and they never looked back. The story of the game, though, the Pacers made 22 three-pointers, and the Bucks only made 11. After the game, head coach Mike Budenholzer on the second-half offensive surge against his team. And they had a... You know, a little bit of everything, but it it felt like uh, they were able to drive us. They were able to get to the paint and and finish, you know, it felt like at a high rate there. And if we ever, you know, overhelped or committed a second person to the ball, they found shooters and um, shooters made shots, you know. So they they just, you know, and and I think the transition felt like we, uh, I think, had a turnover or two mixed in there to start the quarter. So they, they had a little bit of everything offensively. Giannis led the game in scoring with 25 points, while Brooke Lopez, Jay Crowder, and Grayson Allen all did not play. With the loss, the Bucks dropped to 50 and 20 overall with another home game Sunday evening against Toronto. Over to College Hoops, where the college basketball tournament got underway on Thursday with a 16-game slate and did so with a couple of major upsets. Clark and a straight check.
2: Oh, he, he threw it away. going
0: Kevin Harlan on the call right there as the number 13 seed Furman knocks down the four seed Virginia in the first round with a steal and a three to send the 2021 national champs home early Arizona in the South region. They also got uh, put on upset as the number 15 seed Princeton wins 59 to 55, sending the number two seed home and Marquette, Men's and women's basketball teams get ready for their first-round matchups today for the college basketball tournament. The number 9 scene Marquette women's tips off at 10.30 a.m. this morning against South Florida, and the men's team is set to tip off, uh, what is it, 145 against, who do they play, Vermont. There it is. You can catch full coverage over on 94.5 ESPN beginning at 115. Coming up.
1: Worlds are colliding. <laughs>
0: 6.17 on
1: Wisconsin's Morning News. 621 on the St. Patrick's Day of Friday morning. And today presents a unique case where a couple of news stories that really seem to have nothing to do with each other, but for how our minds work here on Wisconsin's Morning News. The result is worlds collide. Worlds are colliding. <laughs> so you had the story the other day from Eric: drivers pushing a gentler hand gesture to those who may cut them off or go somewhere where they're not supposed to go, or right? So you get mad. And instead of flipping them off, you're supposed to do something else
3: general Zers like one TikToker who slowed down at an elk crossing, say honking or flipping the bird is so over. Somebody from Colorado went around us and gave us a thumbs down, and I think about that interaction every single day. Yep, a thumbs down. 20 and 30-something say it's like pushing your personal dislike button, the emblem of censure on social media. It also sets a better example for kids. One body language expert says a thumbs down lets the other driver know they've done something wrong without being crass. Deborah Rodriguez. CBS News.
1: I actually was going to try the thumbs down yesterday. <laughs> Did you have a reason to? Yeah. So, this guy, so there's an exit. If you're on the south side, you know this. If you want to get off on College Avenue, you're southbound on 43 and you get into this sort of collection zone where there's yeah, a couple lanes. And then weird. eventually you're going to have to move over to the right. But initially you're in one lane. And then it's got those lines marking. Mm-hmm. Like, eventually you'll get to that area where you can move over. But this guy, he. He had to go right now. So he's like going across the lines and whatever. But he was going so fast, I couldn't even give him the thumbs down. He was already past (laughs) me. He's already (laughs) past (laughs) me. I wonder how that would have been received. Ah, thumbs down. (laughs) That would have been great. I was willing to try the experiment for the sake of the program. Of course. So that was the story, though, that we were talking about yesterday. These hand gestures Mm -hmm. that you're supposed to do within close contact of drivers. We also have the newly released video of the Russian fighter jet slamming into one of our drones over the Black Sea.
2: Russian ships in the Black Sea are now circling the site where the drone went down. This, as we see for the first time, the now declassified powerful images of that Russian warplane moments before hitting the propeller of the U.S. drone as drone operators were watching in real time.
1: That's ABC's Martha Raddatz. Anybody see where we're going with this? How possibly could new guidance on obscene gestures behind the wheel be related to a close encounter between a Russian fighter jet and an American aircraft overseas?
2: Well, we have the answer. Do you? Yeah. You have that ex- exclusive
1: audio that we've obtained?
2: So we were able to get some audio of the debrief between the Russian pilot and his superior following the issue with the U.S. Man- unmanned drone. Yeah,
1: Vlad, what happened here?
2: Yeah, so here's here's how that
4: sounds. Is there something wrong? No, there is nothing wrong. Nothing happened on trip in fighter jet with U.S. drone. How's that, Lieutenant? Perhaps there may have been a drone encounter, and maybe even crash. Where did you see this? He's classified. I could tell you, but then I have to kill you. (laughs) I have top secret clearance. The Pentagon sees to it that I know more than you. Well, it doesn't seem so in this case now, does it, ma'am? So, Lieutenant. Where exactly were you? Okay, uh, we was over Black Sea, just flying around. Typical day. Well, if you were directly above him, how could you see him? Because, ma'am, I was inverted. You were in a 4G, inverted dive with the MiG-28? No, not MiG-28. U.S. drone. No pilot in there. At what range? At what range? Uh, it turns out we were very close. Very close to drone. In fact, we may have hit it. What were you doing there? I was giving the finger. Yes, I know the finger. (laughs) So you're the one. Well, but next time I will not give the finger. I will just give the thumbs down. They like that better, much less aggressive. Also, I won't hit the drum. So there
2: you go. The thumbs down at the end there is the connection between those two stories. Loosely connected.
1: <laughs> Very loosely. I had no idea. I had no idea. <laughs> That's a great scene from Top Gun. Right? <laughs> One of the best ever. So you remember, right, they were, that was the opening scene, right? We no, were I, up there with Cougar.
2: Are you talk, Okay, so you're talking about the movie Before, now. You're right.
1: not talking about Russian pilot right now. You're talking yeah, about the movie. Yeah. Well, we have the explanation there What exactly what happened. Okay. Right, he's upside down. Right after Cougars bugging out and mm-hmm. having his thing, and they flip off that Russian pilot. Yeah,
2: they could have. They could have done the thumbs down in that case.
1: R- really, probably would have been better received. Yeah. But that's not what happened. News about your money this morning in the WTMJ Annex Wealth Management Market Update: Dow Jones Industrial Average closed up on Thursday up 372 points to 32,247. The NASDAQ at 11,717, that was up 283 points. And the S&P 500 closed up 68 to 3960. Annex Wealth Management, get on track with investment and retirement planning. Visit AnnexWealth.com and click on the Get Started button today. Today, not only St. Patrick's Day, and they're already in the bars here in Milwaukee, and elsewhere. Six o'clock. It's not for, just Milwaukee. Many, right, no. Actually, somebody was, one of the news shows was showing a live picture from Dublin this morning, where there are a lot of folks out in the streets, probably 90% of them Americans. <laughs> We've westernized <laughs> all of them. New Orleans for St. Patrick, they're like, what are you doing here? Right? It's just a Friday here. <laughs> right, exactly. A <laughs> couple of big COVID anniversaries today, three years since anniversaries. It was three years ago on this day, since we heard from this dude.
0: If I get Corona, I get Corona. At the end of the day, I'm not going to let it stop me from partying.
1: Boy, that's Brady Sluder. (laughs) The interview went, pardon the expression, viral March 17th, 2020.
0: If I get Corona, I get Corona. At the end of the day, I'm not going to let it stop me from partying. You know, I've been waiting. We've been waiting for Miami spring break for a while. About two months we've had this trip planned.
1: (laughs) I mean... Two months, dude. Sorry, we're here. Oh, that's great. Well, so at the time, though, if you remember three years ago, so this is the front end of a couple of the... So there was no NCAA basketball tournament, Mm -hmm. right? Because some of the conference tournaments had already started and they were pulling kids off the court. NBA had suspended its season. And now, you know, COVID just really emerging in earnest at this point in the U.S. And Brady there wasn't going to let it stop him from partying. But he and so many other spring breakers were kind of like already out when it was sort of like, should you travel or not? They did. It was still a little fluid at that (laughs) moment. And then back here in Wisconsin, on this day, Governor Evers was shutting down the St. Patrick's Day party.
2: Obviously, it's St. Patrick's Day. We know this is a day many Wisconsinites like to celebrate. And while it's different this year, enjoy the day with your health and safety and the health and safety of the community in mind.
1: Yeah, different this year because we're closing the bars at five and we're giving you no date for reopening.
4: The governor has directed me to sign an order for a statewide moratorium on mass gatherings of 10 or more people to mitigate the spread of COVID-19, effective today at 5 p.m.
1: That's like a midday news conference. That was Wisconsin Department of Health Services Secretary-designee, who never did get confirmed, Andrea Palm. Uh, Making that announcement. City of Milwaukee, I believe the day before, right? He had already shut it down. That sounds right. So we never had the Milwaukee bars open on St. Mm -hmm. Patrick's Day. Actually, in the early days of COVID, the city was ahead of the state in terms of what precautions they were taking. Uh, But it was not until a few weeks later that we got, you know, we started to shut things down. This was the front end of the state stepping in and saying... No more public gatherings, 10 or more, things like that. You're, you're playing that bite from Florida, too. I mean, down there, they
2: did eventually shut down the beaches. I mean, we, our family had a trip planned down there and didn't go. Pulled out of it. Pulled out of the Airbnb we had there because of the, the, the beach shutdown. And as far as that Brady guy goes, I think he's a state lawmaker now. No.
1: (laughs) I wouldn't put it past him. That was the beginning of those statewide efforts, though, on this day three years ago to keep people apart in an effort to mitigate the spread of COVID. It would grow in the following weeks with more shutdowns, including ultimately the governor's safer at home order. Unless you're state lawmaker, Brady Sluder.
0: If I get Corona, I get Corona. At the end of the day, I'm not going to let it stop me from partying. It's time for Extra Points, a sports opinion commentary on Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's Brendan Snide. March is here and so is the madness. The diehard screaming fans, the unpredictable buzzer beaters, and the awesome Cinderella stories are just a few of the amazing storylines for March. Look. You don't need to be a sports fan, but you can still fall in love with the madness in March. Each family, maybe group of friends, and even companies get together, grab a pen, and fill out their brackets. Some of them don't even know what they're doing, and that usually only remains a perfect bracket for a day if you're lucky. If you're like me, yesterday you may have rushed home from work or school, and the first thing you did when you got home or wherever you were going, maybe an establishment, was to get to the TV and turn it on and watch some college basketball. To put it simply... There isn't a sporting event like it where 68 teams have a chance at competing for a national championship winner take all tournament. No matter the size of the school, everybody has a chance. And look, the fun didn't even take long to get underway yesterday as the start of the tournament saw two major upsets as the number 13 seed Furman beat the number 4 seed Virginia Cavaliers and the number 15 seed knocked down the number 2 seed Arizona Wildcats. It's unpredictable, it's fun, and it's wild. Look, the NCAA has many issues, many issues we discuss every day and issues that we all know, but this this is not one of them. This is something that should be highlighted. The Super Bowl is great, College National Football Championship is great, but this is arguably the greatest sporting event in the world. Now, it's Friday. Let's have us a day. Some more games are on today, and let's have a great weekend and let the madness commence. 6.52
1: on Wisconsin's Morning News this Friday morning. It's St. Patrick's Day. The tournament is underway. Big day for Marquette basketball fans. Both the men's and women's team tipping off their NCAA tournament action today. The men at
3: 1.45 this afternoon. Marquette fans were starting the fun a day early here in Columbus, Ohio, before the team's first game of the NCAA tournament. We are
1: Marquette! That's our friend James Grove from TMJ4 News, who is in Columbus for the game and the hoopla. He is with us live today this morning how many people traveled james you got a sense of it this morning
3: i don't know how many but it was a lot i was having dinner last night and i said oh my gosh marquette fans just keep walking past us they're (laughs) everywhere they're traveling in numbers and it feels it's good to see
1: what drivable you know so that helps for sure getting that higher seed and get you to be a little bit closer to home. But you also yesterday were interviewing a number of transplants, folks who went to Marquette or lived other places, but they're in Columbus now. Those people are really excited.
3: Yeah, I thought it was so cool to meet the Columbus residents who are Marquette grads. And they were like, oh, my gosh, as soon as I found out that we were going to have the tournament here, I bought tickets in a heartbeat. Um, one guy actually lives 30 seconds from Nationwide Arena where they're going to be playing, <laughs> that and he out. said he has been blowing up with, hey, can I, can I crash at your place? Can I crash at your place? Long time, no talk. Let me sleep there, kind of thing.
2: Hey, James, it's Eric. So I am curious. I, don't, I, I doubt you've seen it yet, or maybe you have, but in Milwaukee, obviously, uh, there's a lot of green being worn today on this big Marquette Day. I'm assuming Columbus can represent on a St. Patrick's Day morning also?
3: I You know, I couldn't even tell you. I was out doing a live shot like 30 minutes ago, and I was the only one in front of the arena, and I thought Aww. I was I thought that was kind of surprising that I was the only one up this early. It was just me and the police officers putting up barricades around the little (laughs) pavilion. So uh, they're just getting ready for this March Madness to begin.
1: I went to a Badgers football game one year at the Ohio State University there in Columbus, and that town parties really well. So I would not be surprised, James, if you, you didn't have to look very far to catch a party this morning.
3: That's what I think, too. And I'm... What I'm like, pleasantly surprised with how nice this downtown is. It's it's really great. Uh, I've never been to Columbus and I didn't know what to expect. And it's been an awesome time so far.
1: So in terms of what Marquette fans have in store this morning, I remember when I covered the team's final four run in 2003, there's this interesting mix of partying, but yet Marquette is a Jesuit university. And (laughs) so I want, is there a special mass this morning or anything like that that you're aware of?
3: I believe that there will be a mass tomorrow. Okay, Yesterday, yeah. there was a 5K to get the juices flowing um, of some of the fans who arrived early. And then later today, there will be a larger team send-off at the team hotel. There will be the pet band. They're going to have some fun. There's going to be like a little rally section going on at the hotel before they make their way to the game. So that's what fans have in store regarding that. But, yes, a mass uh tomorrow
2: well, there'll be a lot of praying on sunday morning too i bet
1: if they win today like we would hope they would
3: absolutely i think that's definitely going to be the
1: case <laughs> well then uh you know we were talking james the women tip off this morning as well so i imagine a lot of those fans are going to want to catch that action before they head over to the arena themselves 145 game that's got to be the front end of the afternoon session there in columbus right yep that's that's
3: the front and there's that's what actually people have been talking about. They said, "How can we make this a doubleheader? What's the best way to do this? How should we go to this bar first, and then and then we'll go to the the men's team send off, and then we'll go to the arena?" It's fun to hear how people are planning their logistics of how can they get everything uh, all in one day.
2: What's the Vermont mascot? I don't even think I is that a Vermont a catamount? Catamount? Okay.
1: What is What's a catamount?
3: Uh, I know. It looks like a Wildcat. Uh, Wildcat's got to be the most generic um, mascot. My (laughs) high school was a Wildcat. One of the colleges I went to was a Wildcat. It's like, odds are, the college is a Wildcat. So who
1: do you pick in that? Eagle v. Wildcat.
3: So it's funny. I actually used to create a March Madness bracket of all the mascots that I think would win (laughs) in a fight.
4: Okay, how are we Um,
3: doing? Well, not too well. Um, (laughs) But I think... I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest. If it's mascot v mascot, I'm taking a wildcat versus the eagle. I I think a wildcat would win. I know Marquette fans don't want to win that, but this is just mascot v mascot.
1: TMJ4's James Grow is in Columbus, Ohio for Marquette's NCAA action. Hey, dude, this is a great assignment. I know. Uh, do you have word if it's uh, Sweet Sixteen bound? Are you like on this train for the duration? Uh,
3: the, hey. I hope my managers are listening right now because I would <laughs> love to do that, okay? Sign me up. I'll travel with the team.
1: And James Groh from TMJ4 News. You can watch for his reporting this afternoon and evening. Thanks, James. We'll hopefully be checking in with you again next week.
3: Absolutely. Thank you. We are
1: Margaret! Business headlines are up next. They're sponsored by Old National Bank. Here's the Milwaukee Business Journal's Margaret notch